Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Waiting for those type of sermon bumpers that are like... But we were hoping to reframe the idea this month um, when the Lord tells us to look up the harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few, because even that idea can feel a little heavy. Or when the Lord tells us to go make disciples, sometimes you hear it through an authoritarian voice where it's like, go. But what was if, if it was a little whisper in our ear to just say, go? But it came from a place of abiding, being content in God, resting in God, And so I want to pray to kick off today and then share the the passion of what the truck is doing this month and what our team is mobilized to do and the invitation for every one of us to be a part of that, to love the city one life at a time. Father, we thank you for this morning and we pray that it will be as if we're just in the middle of a field staring out and seeing crops that you're naturally growing. And then from that place of being full, knowing that we are in you and that is more than enough, naturally we connect with your passion to love people. It's a natural response, a byproduct to go into love, but always flowing from a place that we are loved. And so we thank you for that whisper because you're super close. You're closer than the air we breathe telling us to go. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Well, today we're going to talk top 10 why of Love the City Truck in just a moment. Um, And I hope that you'll start to Increase your passion for people. And see ourselves just like this heart has all these different lines. If you had to picture Lansing for a moment, if Lansing was in the center, well, the whole region has to be connected for Lansing's success. And if this was a representation of the world, our lives would have to be connected. So in other words, local is global, but global is local. And even into the the graphic design of this heart was meant to communicate that all of our lives are never separated. They are connected. So I would submit to us today that love in the city isn't optional. It is an invitation to be a part of what God is doing in Lansing, heaven in Lansing, as it is in heaven in the 517 in the state, nation, and world. Just this past week, uh, our family got to go for a couple days with Pastor Brad Leach, City Life Philly, our uh, parent church who helped birth us. We got to go for a couple days in Ohio in a little tiny town where barely your cell phone works. And there was Amish, it was Amish country. And as we woke up in the day, uh, in the morning, there was puppies outside, there was uh, barn cats outside, goats, sheep, um, trails. Uh, to say the least, it was a little different than our block parties for Love the City. 
But yet there was this connection in us to know that that's the pace, but it doesn't matter the place because God wants to reach people. And so naturally, that that heart of stillness can still happen in the midst of what seems to be busy. God cares most about people. He does. And so it's natural as we spend time with our Father that He's going to call us to get close to people. And where are people close? They're close in a city. And so whether we're in the country, Amish country, or we're in the inner city, I think we're all connected to the one big story that God is writing. And may we see ourselves in such a way. I never really saw myself being in Lansing. I don't know if I even thought about what city it would be, but I didn't think it was Lansing. I remember uh, the weekend, uh, the week 9-11 hit, I was just getting ready to sign a lease in San Diego. We were going to go out to San Diego and, um, and go out there. And then specifically, we, started, we looked at Oakland, California. So we're then like, okay, a team full of producers, graphics designers, uh, marijuana is our choice of uh, daily intake, and that's the only thing we're thinking about, and that's where we're going to go, and we're going to create, you know? And then 9-11 happened, and something happened, and I was like, nah, I don't think it's time to move anywhere, fair? And something happened once I eventually became a, a, a Jesus follower, that God started to show me that it's not about a region, or what a region has, or what could be, or... It's about blooming wherever he's planted me. And though I never saw Lansing as like the final destination, I think the, the, by God's sovereign hand, he kept interrupting my story, which is, I'm grateful for that. God will interrupt our story for his glory. And I think God's called a lot of us to bloom more than he's called a lot of us to relocate. I think he's called us to reposition and see it differently. To bloom. And hopefully it doesn't take some type of crisis for us to then reconsider. Maybe the very thing I was looking for is not out there, but it's in here, and it's in here. You know, what if success is differently? I think you're getting it. God is more than enough. You know, there's this uh, verse in Acts. I want to pull up where Peter gets this vision with God, and to be a Jew in Hebrew understanding of the culture, Jews, Gentiles that are not Jews, unclean, clean, true God, outsiders. And then God's about to rewrite the story with the power of the Holy Spirit and say, no, 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 no. Hey, from the very beginning, what you saw as outside, I see as inside. I'm about to adopt and engraft in so there's no step. There's no, oh, you've been adopted. No, you share your heirs of the promise through the Jews. Peter's going to get a vision that the, what is known as the first Gentile convert, Cornelius, a centurion soldier, to say, hey, go enter his house Go in his home, and he is clean. So he gives him this picture of animals, and verse 14, but Peter said, by no means, Lord, 
For I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. So certain food was unclean and seen as common, not special or choice. I think we still make the same mistake today. Whatever our preferences is, maybe our bias or how we want God to fit in our box, this is God, how God moves and this is what's choice and this is what is rare. One of those cards that are so priceless, but God's starting to say, hey, no, 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 don't call the Gentiles, don't call any place or person as common or unclean. And the voice came to him again and said the second time, what God has made clean, do not call common. Friend, the real question for us is this, is there a person or a place that God doesn't care about on this planet? The answer 100% is no. There is no person or any place that God doesn't care about. He cares where there's people fighting for survival in wars, in war-torn regions for hundreds of years. He cares here for people that are in Amish country, and he cares here where there's individuals in the city, and specifically where we decided to start in our heart after prayer was in the inner city. There's a quote that um, Brother Greg Doyle shares, and it's, it's uh, when you give the marginalized a voice, voice, it's the loudest praise God hears. And I thought, oh, that's it. It's not another prayer gathering. Those, those, those are great. It's not just another church service. Uh, that's cool. But people that are often not heard or overlooked or common or seen or kind of unclean, is that where the, that's where the kingdom shows up most. Blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, those that are forgotten. Sometimes I get the honor to, to share the story of the inner city to people in the suburbs, and I just try to continue to invite them in. And it's so crazy, naturally, what we might call common or unclean. Well, hey, Look, maybe there's more crime there because of X, Y, Z. Maybe this is what's going on and the reason the testing scores are X, Y, Z. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's greatness. And let me hopefully paint a picture where there's a bridge that I've been invited in and I'm learning so much from those that you might see as forgotten or common or in a place like Lansing when you compare it to other cities in the world, which you might not think it has greatness in it, but absolutely it does. And the message translates to matter what place you're in. If you're at home and you're even watching this in another country, it, God calls the city in front of your face is great. You don't have to leave to go to Oakland for God to do something marvelous and miraculous. And you don't have to be known online for you to know that what the kingdom we carry is powerful. That's the message heaven and Lansing, friends. And God's inviting us to go. What God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times because we got to be reminded through our thick heads. And we think oftentimes, I'm not sure I love people even a fraction of how God loves people. I'm not sure I love the bride the way he loves people. So I need to be reminded often. (laughs) The thing was taken up at once to heaven. Let me give you a top 10 why today um, to love the city. And we'll, we'll talk about our uh, truck uh, strategy right now and how love the city is, um, has several different touch points 
throughout this connection of how we're loving the one together. And then at the end of service, we'll give an opportunity to invest in uh, the first time ever City Life has purchased our first block leader home just this past two weeks. And we'll share that. All right, number one. We're, we're blooming, we're kind of naturally growing, we're not rushing the process, we don't need GMO, uh, uh, you know, modified vegetables all the time, even though, look, GMOs get a lot of hate, but, but also we've increased the, the feeding capacity across the globe, so there's multiple angles to every argument, but I also, I'm a little partial to organic and let's, you know, eat at the local, uh, the, the farmer's market, and we stopped by the farmer's market on the way back, didn't we, Amish country, right? The, the, the economy is kind of self-feeding uh, there in that region where the prices were really low. And the pace was really slow. And the outfits were definitely sewn. So you had to sew. You know? <laughs> That's what happened there. And it was so obvious when we walked in the place, wasn't it? It was like, aliens are here, you know? <laughs> aliens are here. <laughs> you know, we had to tell our kids, too. They're like, <laughs> we drove into uh, the, the, the place. And there was uh, right outside the house, I'm telling you, overalls, everything. It was, it was amazing, you know, trying to just learn different cultures and come to the table more to learn than, than instantly to, 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 to lead and just let us learn. But our, our baby, he goes, he goes, he looks out, and there's this boy. He had to have been, what, all of four? And, and he was all of four, and he's got a hammer in his hand. And Neo says, he goes, look, that little boy's building a home. <laughs> it's a great parenting technique because now we're like, Hey, the Amish were out there digging ditches. You better take out the trash. <laughs> Number one, to love the city. God's coming back with the city. So the city's not an afterthought. When you read your Bible, you start to see themes in it. The main story, the gospel, all about Jesus Christ, God's redemptive plan, because of our fallen state, and our mistake will not be the final outcome that we will have victory in Jesus Christ for those that accept Jesus Christ. And God wants us to be uh, in that place of dwelling with him, Eden, delight, no more shame, completely there, oh, one with the Father there. But when he comes back, He's bringing a city next time because we're like him. He wanted us to create. So there's a future forward story that we're all a part of. And I think we have saw the city or development for too long as what the enemy's doing. And we'll, we'll partake as just we see fit of what fits in my Christian bubble. What's like Jesus is what I take. Wait, no, let's quit giving the enemy so much credit. Last time God's created everything and he saw that it was good. And what did he see that was good he saw people that are loved. This is number two. We say loved, belong, and purpose here. Why? Loved. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. God so loved Lansing. Perry, DeWitt, God so loved. The gospel always comes with a package of love. Any Amazon shoppers in the room? Get that package? Who's it to? Who's it for? I like to open packages. A package that's packaged with love. Because everyone bears the image of God. 
So people aren't projects. We're not coming out like, hey, the truck's here. All these unsaved people, we're trying to find out who's unsaved and saved. We're here to take a census. Sit down, listen to the gospel, or we're out. Hey, no offense, but I think we play ball like that a lot. Two is belong. Inviting people into a family story, that there actually is a family, that God has called us that we have brothers and sisters in Christ. And Paul even went as far as saying when he was mentoring, he said, hey, you have many guides, but you have few fathers. He tells Timothy, my child in the faith. So powerful to know that there is a family of God. Ephesians 3.10, for the manifold wisdom of heaven is through the local church. The manifold wisdom of God is through the church. The church is what? A building? Is the church a building? Is it? Come on, it has to be a building. That word was added later, the word church. It was ecclesia first. Didn't mean building. It meant a people gathering on mission, called out ones, set apart. They know who they are. They know who they are. They know their royalty. They know that other people can have a seat at the table. That the gospel calls people back home. Not home just with us first. Home with their maker. God. I love that worship song at the beginning. Like he's sovereign. Something about saying God's in control and he's seated on the throne where I am like, yeah. I'm not the biggest lion in the room ever. May our ego always recognize that. And lastly, number third, for, for, for the point two, is, is that there's purpose in every person. That's Ephesians 2.10. That we are his workmanship. That he's created us. And he's created us for good works. That he has good works prepared for us. That we would walk in them. And he's done that in advance. He already has plans in each one of us. We've got to discover it. Any, we got any personality test people in the room? What about, you know, the Enneagram right now or Myers-Briggs or, you know, what are you? What number are you, right? We were doing that last night. It's kind of fun. But at the end of the day, the, behind that and ultimately is there is this cool thing. You discover yourself. One preacher I follow, he, 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 his tagline is this, becoming more of who I am. I love that thought. Think of that. That in God, you're becoming more of who you already are. God already knows exactly who you are. And that in him, you're becoming more of him. Number three is there's a good report, top ten why. There's a good report. We've went out and taken recon of what's going on in the city, in every cities, and we're coming back to report it's good. Is there bad there? Sure. But our God is more than enough. Joshua and Caleb came back with a good report. And those that came back with a bad report, they never got to see the promised land. They never got to go. In fact, they were killed off. They didn't get to go. And I think that's a deep uh, warning for us to say, are we partnering with how God sees things? He doesn't come back and say, hey, let me just tell you all the bad that's happening. He says, no, it's good. Terrence, in just a moment, will share just a couple good stories just from yesterday, which is so neat. And for time's sake, I'm going to... You know, keep going on. Number four is love runs two. We want to impact lives right where life exists. The reason of a block leader home is that. And we are all that, for the record. We all have neighbors in some capacity, whether you have 100 acres or you have a little plot of land. We all have neighbors. And to see our neighbors and be like, oh, the law is summed up to love my neighbor 
as I love my, to love one another. Go, woo, go. Oh, it's tough, but it's good. If I'm remembering that it's like the fields he's causing, causing me to rest. Shalom, peace. In the message translation out of Jeremiah 29, it says this. Make yourselves home in the city you didn't know you were going to be in. We don't have time to unpack it all right now, but if you've been around City Life for a while, you know Jeremiah 29 is pivotal to uh, our understanding of, uh, of what God wants to do in through us today. If not us, then who? And if not now, then when? And if not here, then where? And we say it is yes, it is here, and it is now. And because of that, because if God called Christians, or Jesus followers, people set apart to make themselves home in a city that they were taken captive under the Babylonian regime... And to seek everyone's welfare, their shalom. Don't just care about just their spirit. Care about their whole life. And I want you to live countercultural there. I want people to see how you live, how you practice, how you love one another, how you worship, how you parent, how you do it all. And you know what? You never have to be perfect. You just have to keep pointing to the one who is. It's such a neat kind of connection that God's doesn't, love doesn't run from. It runs to, to make ourselves home. It's not common. It's not. It's choice. It's not by chance. It's destiny. Number five, and we always can carry a perspective with love the city, is that one day God's going to make all things new. That's how we can see decay and still look past and say, he's coming back, and he said he'll make all things new. And where does new start? It starts with me in you. Born again. You still with me, friend? Give me uh, one clap, you hear me? Two claps, if you hear me? At home, I expect the same. <laughs> Number six, the one. Have you ever felt forgotten? Yeah, we all have. And in that moment, aren't you so grateful that God knows you by name? When we lay in the fields, we remember that one is the biggest number. And God's just calling us to do for one what we wish we could do for all. That's that good Samaritan story. You see someone beat up on the side of the road. Don't walk past because you're like, oh, I know how this is going to turn out. And, oh, it's going to be great. No, no, no. Samaritan, which is such a profound, unclean example, comes, loves, and says, hey, take care of him for a moment. I'm going to still go about my business, and I'll be back. Charge it to me. So in that moment, you see, do for one what you wish you could do for all. God's not calling us for do everything for everyone. He's calling us for us to do something for someone, and that's everything. I've got to say that again. He's not calling for us to do everything for everyone. He's calling for us to do something for someone, and that's everything. And it all comes from that place of being loved. Number seven is uh, the, the idea of the truck and love the city. It, okay, pe- people, uh, they, I don't know if you've picked up on this, if you followed Jesus for a little while, or if you don't know Jesus and you're here today. I, I think Jesus is, the, the, he's not just uh, the greatest leader, he's the only savior, and he's the greatest lord and the greatest master this planet's ever seen. So I pray that you would lose your life to find it. 
And, and I pray that if we follow Jesus long enough, we'll keep losing our lives to remember what we already have. So keep giving up and, and, and go like this. But, but if you follow Jesus for a little while, you know that when people hear the word church or Christian, sometimes that feels like a swear word. I can feel it if someone has uh, either, they're not about Jesus or they're not about the church, and when they look down and they, maybe I'm at the medical uh, doctor's office or something, and they look down and they see profession, and they're like, oh, pastor, how cute, you know? All right, great. You know, conversation ends. And I think because a lot of times we've just shared news, news, news. What if we work the equation backwards? Not, not that we have to earn, not that we have to uh, get God's approval, but naturally we would want to do good works so we would show a, 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 our good works to our neighbor and they would see our good works and they would glorify our Father in heaven. And as they see us working for the benefit and the advancement of all, they would naturally then get goodwill. Like, I kind of like them. I kind of like them. We were working with some cats this week and it was almost like they were like, man, I kind of like these cats. And then that leads to what we all long, right, which is good news proclamation. So see, the truck is an extension of heaven, an extension of the good news, adding value with no strings attached, right? A couple stories of how that fleshes out. We have our Love the City uh, leader, which is Terrence Wilkerson, that's going to come to the stage. That's helping us. Will you give a round of applause for the one and only Terrence, who's helping mobilize teams? Thank you. Thank you, Terrence. I'm gonna have a seat. Will you share? Just you know, a couple. What we? T- yeah, just share. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much uh, for being here, and I'm I'm really excited to share a couple stories. What we get to do is so much fun, um, but it doesn't happen with just me. Uh, so I just want to say, if you went out to serve with the truck in the last two weeks, can you just stand up real quick? Whether you were scheduled or not. Okay, so. Hand claps to you guys. So, I, this is really fun, what we get to do. Um, and I want to invite you guys to do it as well. Uh, with us, we're, we're just getting started. We're, we're only at week two, and we still have a lot of time to go. Um, okay, so, yesterday was incredible. Um, this whole process has been really long. <laughs> There's been a lot of hours that a lot of people have put into this, um, but with days like yesterday, it's so worth it. Uh, first story, we, we went to Jolly Waverly, and one of the volunteers said, you know, I had a kid tell me today, I wish you guys lived here. We're just showing up, jumping rope, playing basketball, playing soccer. It's real simple. It doesn't take a lot. You don't need to be a good speaker or be an athlete. You know, we, we don't got to be special. We just get to do it and we just show up. Um, had uh, these kids make me like bracelets and necklaces and saw them wearing them. And uh, we went to another spot and there was uh, somebody on our team who had this really beautiful like six color bracelet made for her. And she said, well, you know, why are you given this to me, and they said, you were here last week, and you were so nice to us, and I just wanted to make this gift for you. She shared how they moved here from Somalia after their house was bombed, and we just get to show up and be the one, and just love them. We don't need to know their story. We're not sweet. We just get to love them, and then we get to receive the love from them as well. 
Um, and then the last thing, which <laughs> we were sharing stories. There was this kid who came up yesterday, maybe like 16, 17. Uh, we just, hey, come hang out. We're having a block party, uh, just listening to music, whatever. And he goes, thank you guys for being here. You're, you're helping keep me off the streets. You're helping with the gun violence. There's a lot going on right now. And, and yes, that's our goal. That's our goal that we want to combat that. But for somebody who is 16 or 17 to even be able to associate what we're doing with that and then speak out about it, <laughs> that's all we could ever ask for. So, um, yeah, violence has been crazy, and it's, it's been crazy for a long time. That's actually how I got to be helping out with Love the City. You know, I came home one night um, after driving Uber. I used to drive Uber, and um, it's, it's some good money if you meet a job and have a car, you know, go, go drive some Uber. Um, so I came home one night, and I found out that one of my coworkers um, that I worked with for that whole summer he had been shot and killed two houses down from me. And this was when we were talking about the truck and we're like raising money. Hey guys, squirt gun story. It's time to go. We're, tr we're trying to go back. And, uh, and that was when I called Jerome and I said, hey, <laughs> I don't know like what this is going to look like, but we got to do this. Like, let's figure it out. Like I'm in, let's, let's figure this out. And so, you know, that's, that's how I've got involved. And getting to hear stories like yesterday, you know, it's so worth it. Um, so what this looks like is we're doing three block parties, two days a week. Uh, Friday nights, we go to Hunter Park um, at 6 p.m. On Saturdays, we go to Jolly Waverly at 12 p.m. And we do actually a double on Saturdays, and then we hit Risedale Park at 3 p.m. Um, and then what we are starting this week, too, is we're taking the truck out to do ice cream. Uh, last year with the pandemic, we were like, man, we have this truck. We can't do things how we used to. So how do we still go love the one and, and show up? So we uh, put our sub-speaker combo into the back of the truck, and we would just roll up in these neighborhoods and just pass out ice cream, you know? And it was so much fun that we were like, you know what, let's upgrade the truck. Let's get some speakers on there. And I wanted to do one more thing and go even further. And um, so I was like, hey guys, uh, could we maybe make a song? You know, the, the ice cream song is cool. Like, I want the truck to be a symbol of hope. When you see the truck, you get excited. When you hear the ice cream song, you get excited. So, um, yeah, we want kids to taste and see that the Lord is good. And uh, so, like Jerome said, we do that with an ice cream sandwich. And uh, so this is something that we've been working on. And go ahead, roll. Oh, my. Hey, the ice cream truck's outside. We got to go. We got to go. I don't got any money. No, no, no. It's free. It's free. It's not free. No, it's love the city. It's free. When we roll up, all the little kids start running and they show up. Cause they know the ice cream's coming and we turn up. Whole place starts jumping. You belong, let us sit in. Ice cream's coming, ice cream's coming. 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 When we roll 
All the little kids start running and they show up Cause they know the ice cream's coming and we turn up Whole place starts jumping You belong to the city Worship team, you guys could come up front. Um, hopefully you get the connection, but in the spirit of overcommunication, to be very clear, an ice cream sandwich is a way to, to just extend love in an invite to say, hey, what's your name? And the God we serve, you can taste and see, Psalm 34, 8, that the Lord is good. Just like you can taste the ice cream unless, well, I don't know, even if you, even if you don't like dairy, you still will find yourself with a dairy-free ice cream. I, I don't know if I've met hardly anyone who doesn't like ice cream. Um, it's, a, just, it's just that way to say, hey, what's up? What's up? That's what we're a part of here. That's what today represents. Uh, if you could pull up that heart of what Love the City is a part of. Love the City is part of a larger uh, of a focus and initiative of an extension of of our mission work here locally and globally. And even mission can get lost in translation because we have to unlearn and relearn. And people, again, aren't projects. So that's very key. But we have the truck. You got uh, the ice cream initiative in the truck. You got the businesses. You got the block leaders. You got sports, love the world, global missions, schools, uh, the serving that goes on there, and uh, the care department, benevolence, when people reach out with needs and requests. And, um, and then you have the Love the City Week, which is kind of that large paintbrush where we're just painting the town with love. And we raised 20 plus thousand dollars, and we'll do that September 6th. And for our first time ever, we bought that block leader home just over a week ago because we had before launch been believing for the day when the church would be able to say, hey, we have homes available for our ministers to just be good neighbors and be amongst and dwell in some of these places that are forgotten, that people see as common, we see as choice. And even the home we bought, they were kind of getting off of it. They were like, ah, we're done. We're done. It's, it's hard to rent to people in Lansing. They were just like, we're done. We're like, no, 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 no. We see this as ideal. And you could see a spark in their eye like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to we we see this place is great. What? Yeah, we see the neighbors is great. Yeah, it's good. What? And then they were like, well, maybe we'll come stop by City Life sometime. They were kind of listening. Hey, we want to see the house when it's done with renovations. So just this past week, we had uh, what is called our first ever legacy team, people that behind the scenes want to help 10x the mission here and, and have a safe place through the gift of giving to, to be known and to grow with each other. So we're trying to raise behind the scenes the money to cover the cost of the home and then the renovations here because we have a family moving, uh, coming from out of state August 20th, it's going to be committed here for a year, helping with discipleship. And we said, hey, we're going to uh, try to get you housing. And it, and it worked out that, that, that our, the first home 
that we're able to purchase was right here, right now. And we got this crazy campaign that we're going to try to do that's going to launch on our website today under giving, under block leaders under giving when you have the little tab. And we're going to try to raise 30K in 30 days. 30K in 30 days. All right, well, we can cheer. That just means we're going to raise 30K in 30 days. <laughs> yeah, amen, because God loves a cheerful giver. So in just a moment, we're going to begin that, to be invited in. That God doesn't call people common. He calls them home. And remember, he doesn't see you common calls you home. He loves you. I'm the one for the one. Today we got an opportunity to to give through our regular ties which help cover operating expenses. And then specifically for this block leader campaign that we got 30 days. 30k. 30 day. We just like the way it sounded. But grammatically we know it's days, okay? You know, pastor, you kept saying 30 day. If you use emojis, you get it. And then also, we would love for you, you could come sign up or drop into any of the truck. You can go to lovethecity.org. And you could become a, a, a volunteer. The dream team is membership here. And Love the City can be, it's for anybody. If they're part of a different organization or whatever, um, we love, we get the privilege to be on mission together. We, we love being the local church. We love uh, being in membership together. We love all the departments that serve here. And so it's both and. It's just not either or for us. But, but there's an invite if you want to stop at one or none. Again, that schedule is on the screen. Um, you got Hunter Park Friday, Summer Place, Risedale, and then you have the ice cream is going out. And then um, working on greater initiatives with Love the City. So I don't want to bore you with details on all of that. But today's a great day. We're going to close in prayer. I want to pray over us. And I just want to sing that hook, Jaira, you're more than enough before we go. And the reason why is just this past week, in fact, yesterday, because some expenses are coming up that were more than I thought. I got convicted last night. And I was convicted because I started thinking about how I would provide. And I started thinking about my limits. And then as I reflected in, 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 in uh, my bed as I was laying there, I was, think, I was so convicted because I wasn't focused on what I already had. And I was focused on how I was going to provide instead of the Lord who's always been gracious, who already is providing in my life like crazy, for the record. Come on, somebody. And then he wants to provide even more. And I thought, man, what a great day to just, just, just say yes to that by me remembering to be generous and remembering how the Lord's been generous to me. And he has been. So even the word gyro, the first time I heard this song, I got a little bit like, just the real, I was kind of like, ah. And the reason why, because it's churchy, you know, like gyra. But then I'm like, dude, churchy's dope though. So is the ice cream. It doesn't have to be either or. Like, Lord, remind me that gyra means provider. And that's become my key go-to on repeat. So this is my soundtrack right now. Ice cream's coming. Ice cream's coming. Hey, ice cream. That's my soundtrack. But also, gyra more than enough. You know, why has it got to be separate? Why can't we start just seeing it all together? God is more than enough. There's a few ways you can give today. CityLifeLansing.com. You can also text any amount to 84321 if we can pull that up on the screen. You can give through the Church Center app and you can write a check. And all those ways to give will be, uh, they're, they're, 
I mean, the, the categories to give are online. And yeah, let's raise 30K in 30 day. What do you say, right? And you might also know some skilled laborers or whatever, uh, uh, people that can help with this, this home. Uh, just email Terrence or go to Love the City and hit the contact form. And giving team, if you guys could pass the buckets, I want to pray for us. And let's close and worship by singing, Jaira, you're more than enough. Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to give. We thank you that we get to be known. I pray in this moment that we'll remember that it's about connection. It's about the heart, that all these lines represent connection. There's bridges, there's roads, there, that we're with people, people that look different, people that have different money, people that are from different culture, people that speak different languages. God, that you've invited us in. And it's not heavy. It's just like looking at the grass in Amish country. That it's okay. Be still and know that I am God, who is more than enough. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. To get connected, learn more, and invest financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.